Welcome to the Talking Security Podcast. We will talk about items related to Microsoft security. Hi everyone, thanks for listening and tuning in to this new episode of the Talking Security Podcast. My name is Frans Uydendorp and in this recording I will continue my MDE series. Many of you asked for it. I'm so sorry for the delay, but in the past period I have had a few in-person events, such as the Azure Lowlands in the Netherlands, the Dutch Microsoft Security Meetup here in the Netherlands, and if you want to know more about the video content that we have created at Azure Lowlands, please visit azurelowlands.com. I was also recording a nice new podcast together with a few colleagues of Hotel. This podcast is in Dutch and called After the Hack. If you want to know more about things that happen after a hack in a company, I would you advise to tune in on that podcast. And also I've had to rebuild my home office, but everything is finished. And now I'm ready to record some nice new stuff. So be prepared for new content that will be available after this summer. Last time we talked about MDE onboarding. So this time it will be MDE configuration. What methods can we use? How can we configure it? And I will dive in a little bit deeper in how to do that. So let's kick it off. And let's start with Windows. What can we do with Windows? Can we configure only the settings for Defender for Endpoint? No, we can also do other stuff. And I will dive in that in the next few seconds. But first, what tools can we use to configure Windows? Windows, the, the normal Windows client. First thing that we are using is mobile device management. And in Microsoft terms, that is Intune, Microsoft Intune, or Endpoint Configuration Manager, or Endpoint Manager. But we can also use another variety of tools like group policy, a local script. We can use the integration of Microsoft Defender for Cloud. And also next to it, we have some VDI scripts. So that are the tools that can, we can use. And I will dive in deeper on the Microsoft Intune variant a little bit later. And now first, what can we configure through all that sort, sort of tools? Let's dive in the, the things that we can configure. So first, start with threat and vulnerability management. Can we configure threat and vulnerability management within Endpoint Manager, for example? No, but with the onboarding of Defender for Endpoint, you have the ability to use threat and vulnerability management. And then there will be real-time endpoint detection and response, EDR insights, correlated with the endpoint vulnerabilities. In valuable device vulnerability context during incident inf investigations. And also, also built-in remediation processes through Microsoft Intune and System Center Configuration Manager. If you want to run Defender Vulnerability Management, so Threat and Vulnerability Management, please know that if you want, if you run a Windows version that is earlier, so 1709, 1803, 1809, or 1903, there will be some security updates, some KB numbers that are available, and you have to install that one to boost your vulnerability assessment detection. So know that and visit docs.microsoft.com within Microsoft Defender Vulnerability Management and you see what is needed to run that. 
And why are naming this threat and vulnerability management in the configuration? Because if you onboard it in Microsoft Intune or in Endpoint Configuration Manager, threat and vulnerability management helps you to remediate threats found by threat and vulnerability management. So if you're using Configuration Manager, update your console to the latest version. And then let's dive in a little bit deeper in the next gen protection. What can we do with NextGen protection? That is the normal Defender antivirus. It's the built-in solution that provides NextGen protection for desktops and so on. Cloud-delivered protection, always on scanning with using advanced file and process behavior and dedicated protection updates based on machine learning. That is what NextGen protection is. And we can configure that through Endpoint Manager, set all the, the, the settings, that are not that much, but you can you can also give the settings for how to how to update that and so on. And that's possible for antivirus and next gen protection. And then as third, we have attack surface reduction. And attack surface reduction gives a variety of tools to protect your Windows environment. So first, hardware-based isolation for Microsoft Edge. That is the application guard. You can configure that through Endpoint Manager Group Policy and so on. And then it's possible to run your Edge browser isolated from the host operating system. And with that, it's possible to open a vulnerable web website, for example, to test it and so on. And then we have the attack surface reduction rules. There are a few I want to highlight. We have the controlled folder access, the removable storage protection, network protection, web protection, and the exploit protection. But let's have a look at the controlled folder access. The controlled folder access helps you to protect valuable data from malicious apps and threats, such as ransomware, for example. Controlled folder access is included in Windows 10, Windows 11, and Windows 2019, Windows Server. And with that, controlled folder access can be used through the Windows Security app, Endpoint Manager, Mobile Device Management, Endpoint Configuration Manager, Group Policies, and PowerShell. And I want to highlight the thing that is audit mode that is available in attack surface reduction. Because if you enable attack surface reduction, there will, will be also Hyper-V enabled on your machine. So please be aware of that because if you're running VMware, for example, VMware Workstation or another virtualization tool, then the stuff will be broken probably after, after enabling uh, attack surface reduction fully. But the audit mode will help you to see what will happening in your environment if you enable that sort of rules on your machines. And then if you're running an audit mode, for example, for a month or two, then you got the insights on the applications that will be hit. So you know what you have to exclude from the normal policies when enabling this kind of stuff. Uh, so it will be not that impacting in your environment. And the second thing that I want to highlight is the exploit protection within attack surface reduction. With exploit protection, that helps us to protect against malware that uses exploits to infect devices and spread 
Exploit protection consists of many mitigations that can be applied to either the operating system or an individual app. And it's important that .NET 2.0 is not compatible with some exploit protection capabilities. Specifically, export address filtering, AAF, and import address filtering, IAF. If you have enabled .NET 2.0, uses of AF and IAF are not supported. So know that. We can also exploit protection. We can configure that to the security app, Intune, mobile device management, endpoint configuration manager, group policies, and PowerShell. There are lots of stuff on the docs site. So please visit the doc site to see how you can enable that and which tool you want to use on that. So let's dive in to the next one. That is auto investigation and remediation capabilities. Can we configure that through Endpoint Manager? No, we have to set up that within the security portal. So go to security.microsoft.com on the navigation pane, choose for settings, select endpoints, and then under advanced features, we can turn on automatic investigation and automatically resolve alerts. And that will help to set on automated investigation and remediation. And now we at last, we have the Microsoft Threat Experts. You cannot configure that through Microsoft Endpoint Manager, for example, but it's also like automatic investigation and remediation. You can enable that through the security portal. So go to security.microsoft.com and then you will find your way in through the settings to enable this. The Threat Expert is a managed hunting service that provides security operation centers, MDR or SOC, with expert level monitoring and analysis to help them ensure the critical threats in their unique environment don't get missed. We have the threat experts capabilities like the tech notification service that can be enabled and you have the experts on demand. And with the experts on demand, Microsoft will help you to see what happened in your environment. And know that the nicest thing for Windows is that it's possible to configure policies in the Endpoint Manager environment for machines that are not onboarded in Endpoint Manager. With this new capability, it's possible to manage those systems through Defender for Endpoint Agent. In the Endpoint Manager environment, that's called the MSense, MSSense Agent. Nowadays, EDR, Firewall, Attack Surface Reduction can be configured for not endpoint managed systems that way. A fantastic method for standalone service or clients and on-prem service that are running in the domain, for example. So let's have a look, how can we configure that? So open endpoint manager, endpoint.microsoft.com, dive into endpoint security. And within endpoint security, we have an overview of a few things like for example, the security baselines. What are the security baselines? Security baselines can be used to deploy the Defender for Endpoint baseline. And within the Defender for Endpoint baseline, it's possible to create a new profile. And within that, that profile, we can configure attack surface reduction rules. We can configure BitLocker, device guards, device installations, the DMA guard, so firewall, also Microsoft Defender and Smart Screen. And that all components of the baseline of 
Microsoft Defender for Endpoint. If you have configured that, the baseline is set all the things that Microsoft recommend. So you can change a little bit if you want. And if not, it next can do some scope next for the assignments and then create. And then we have a new baseline active. And that baseline will be applied to all the machines that you have selected in the assignment group. Also within the endpoint security, it's possible to manage policies for, for example, antivirus. And then you can see if you create a policy, you can select the platform, Windows 10, Mac OS, Windows 10, through Config Manager, for example. And if we, we select Windows 10, 11 and Windows Server, we have there a basic Microsoft Defender antivirus profile. And if we create that one, uh, give it a name, then we will dive into the configuration settings for Defender. Uh, like allow email scanning, allow cloud protection, and so on. So we can set up everything. And after that, if if we have configured all the things, we can do the assignment again, pick some, some users or devices. And if we have created that, then we see on the target MDM or Microsoft Sense. And that, that makes sense because MDM is only for into managed machines. The Microsoft Sense, that is the agent, that is the configuration that was sent to the Defender for Endpoint agent. And therefore, with, with that, we are able to manage machines that are not uh, managed through Endpoint Manager, for example, but that machines are attached to Azure Active Directory, so we can manage those on that way. Within the endpoint security, we have the ability to configure disk encryption, firewall, endpoint detection and response, attack surface reduction, account protection, conditional access, but that is more the user stuff. So everything related to Microsoft Defender for Endpoint, we can configure in the endpoint security tab within Endpoint Manager. So that was the Windows configuration. Let's dive in a little bit deeper on macOS because macOS what can we do on macOS? We can use, for example, local scripts. We can use Microsoft Endpoint Manager. We can use Jamf, Jamf Pro. And we have the opportunity to use another MDM solution. But if we want to use another MDM solution, please know that Microsoft officially supports only Intune and Jamf for the deployment and the management of the Finder for Endpoint on macOS. So know that. And after that, we can configure a few settings. So like the exclusions, we can we can make an exclusion policy for a Defender for Endpoint, the Defender Antivirus. We can configure the potential unwanted applications. We can set up temper protection. So with temper protection, it's possible to uh, know if a service of the Defender for Endpoint uh, has been stopped. So we can we can get an alert on that. We can configure device control and we have the opportunity to use scheduled scans. And with the scheduled scan, you can configure a scan on the macOS client. Besides Windows and macOS that we have covered, we can also use Linux. And what can we configure with Linux? Within Linux, we have the exclusions, static proxy config, we can configure potential unwanted apps. We have the scheduled scans and the scheduled updates that we can configure. And that are the, the settings 
that are native for Defender for Endpoint. And at last, we have Android and iOS. And with Android and iOS, the only thing, uh, the only way that we can configure Android and iOS is through a defend, uh, Microsoft Endpoint Manager. Because a device has to be onboarded in Endpoint Manager or mobile app has to be used mobile application management. And then when looking at the features for Android, we can configure custom indicators for like IP addresses and domains that can be used in the web protection features. We have web protection that can be used. Android uses a VPN to provide the web protection feature. That is, it is not a regular VPN. It's a it's a local self-looping VPN that's, that does not take traffic outside the device. But that VPN has the ability to monitor the all the stuff that is coming through. And then we have as third a network protection that is now in public preview, but it is uh, it can be used on the Android device, and we can configure that through uh, through Microsoft Endpoint Manager. On iOS, there are a few other features that can be used. There is uh, web protection and VPN, and there is also jailbreak detection uh, within Defender for Endpoint. So the network protection can be configured. It's in public preview, but yeah, if you have the ability to onboard in preview, then you can use that. Within the mobile, it's possible to give the Microsoft Defender for Endpoint signals. Defender for Endpoint can be configured to send threat signals to be used in app protection policies. And that is really useful to block applications and so on. So you can use compliancy um, to access um, company data from your from your mobiles. So Android and iOS are the last thing to 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 keep in mind. So we have Windows, we have macOS, we have Linux, and we have mobile Android and iOS. Um, so to finish up this recording, let's look back what we have touched. I've explained the possibilities of configuration for Windows, macOS, Linux, and mobile. So probably it is helpful if you want to know more please visit docs.microsoft.com or uh, leave a message for me so I can help you probably. And I want to use this moment also to let you know that I will host some interviews on the Workplace Ninja Summit in Luzern on the 12th, 13th and 14th of September. Are you able to join me there? Maybe. Re registering is possible at uh, wpninjas.ch. Will I see you there? Or maybe on September the 30th in Den Bosch for Experts Live Netherlands. Also, we will be there to enable Experts Live Radio with all sorts of interviews and podcasts. Are you joining me there? Registering is possible through expertslive.nl. So for now, so for now, thank you for listening this time. Stay tuned for the next recording about Defender for Endpoint. I will dive into threat and vulnerability management. And also said it earlier, then I will be joined by one of my colleagues. So we will be back in September. See you then. Mm -hmm.